Protein, what a meaty subject to talk about. Hey everyone, and welcome to the I Got This podcast with Lex and MGP. My name is Lex, and I've been a personal trainer over the last five years. Martha started her fitness journey with me three years ago, and over that time, she's lost over 60 pounds and changed her entire perspective on life. Join us each and every week as we talk about our journey together, healthy lifestyle habits, and of course, the I Got This mentality. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to I Got This Pod with Lex and MGP. Today, we are talking about protein. So the first portion of our episode, we're going to talk about the importance of it versus what most people intake in their diet. Then we'll move on to the recommended amount of protein that most people should eat, where that came from, and how to incorporate it into your diet. And then finally, we'll talk about quality over quantity in terms of protein. All right, let's get in. Let's get in. (laughs) All right, so I want to talk about the importance of protein. Um, Now, a lot of people ask me or my clients ask, why do I push them so hard to eat protein? So biggest thing is protein intake contributes to greater strength and muscle mass gains when it is paired with resistance training, right? Mm -hmm. So for you to resist, build muscle, you have to eat a certain amount of protein. If you're not, then your muscles can't fully repair and you can't build muscle. Well, why do we want to build muscle? We want to build muscle because muscle is, according to Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, and I will link her page because she is awesome. She is like the doctor of muscle. She says that muscle is the organ of longevity, and it truly is. When you build muscle, you're able to do more. You're able Mm -hmm. to live a more quality life, and your actual body fat percentage will go down. I'm also quoting her when I say that America tends not to be overweight. More so, America is under muscle. They just don't have enough muscle to support their organs and support the health of their body. So again, I'm going to link her. She's a freaking badass. I love this woman (laughs) on Instagram. Um, And she talks about the importance of protein in the diet and muscles. So with that being said, that's the importance of why we need protein. Okay. Now let's talk about the recommended amounts and where exactly that comes from. So you found a really cool article as to where those recommended amounts come from. So they technically say that the recommended amount is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body fat, right? Mm-hmm. So body weight. Body weight. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so if it's a person who is about 140 pounds, right, mm-hmm. how much body I'm going to lean on you for this. Well, now I'd teacher. have to divide by 2.9. You're just going to make me do math. Here, aren't <laughs> I know. You? <laughs> That's what I got you for. Right? I know. So, yeah, I mean, 2.2 kilos per pound, right? So about that. So times 0.8. So roughly 51 grams of protein, protein right? <laughs> and we're not like measuring. Like most people aren't measuring their protein. Right. Right. Um, and so let's talk about where that recommendation actually comes from. I'm actually going to point at you, Martha. You read mm-hmm. this art awesome article. It was published by Harvard. Mm -hmm. And what did it say? Oh, talking about where it originally came in World War II. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they came up with that number kind of randomly to make sure that the military and even just the general population during what they figured would be a shortage of meat, especially, um, wouldn't become protein deficient. So they wanted to make sure everyone had at least 10% of their dietary um, breakdown coming from protein. And of course, we've now heard that it needs to be higher than that, but the RDA still got that same number 
in there. So isn't that shocking? That's like the baseline number that you should be. Like the minimum. Minimum. But <laughs> yeah. most people say that that's their max or like mm-hmm. look at it as their max. But in reality, it's the minimum. Oh, yeah. So, I think women especially. Women, women are afraid of it, I feel mm-hmm. like, generally. When in reality, if you're building muscle, the number should be increased. So let's actually talk about that, how much you should actually be eating mm-hmm. in terms of grams and how much if you want to put on muscle. So the range actually is 1.2 to 1.7 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight mm-hmm. um, or half of 0.5 to 0.8 grams per pound, pound right? Which is a little easier for those of us in America. Exactly. (laughs) Kilograms, I like don't know. But with that being said, so the percentage is much higher. Mm -hmm. Now that seems to a lot of people like a lot. And if you don't really understand how to measure foods or like look at grams, it seems kind of shocking. So it's overwhelming at first. I'm going to tell you it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, (laughs) it really, it really is. When the basis of America, when I start looking, what I have my clients do is send pictures of their food to me. And guess what? It's basically carbs and fat. Like you're getting a little protein, but it's hard to get a good amount of protein in. Mm-hmm. So when people say, I don't know really how to add protein into my diet. Now I will say for me, vegans, I, I train a few vegans and I have a really hard time recommending how to add that to um, your diet. It's always been like tricky for me to help them mm-hmm. without things being redundant. But there is um, Dr. Huberman. He does a podcast. It's called the Huberman Podcast. And he is basically 100% vegan and always has been, but also is really good at building muscle and talks about that. So I'll link that as well for vegans mm-hmm. who are looking to um, add more protein to their diet and are not sure how to do that. But for my expertise, some things that I would always recommend. So Ways to measure are basically, um, I'll, I'll link a picture of this. I was <laughs> just referring to what I've learned, but basically, um, about a fist full of a fist is a good way to measure the amount of protein that you should be eating in almost every single meal, mm-hmm. right? So, whether that be at breakfast, two eggs is about a fist of protein, right? Um, or the basis of it, um, a fillet of steak or a fillet of fish, kind of about one fist of your own size is a good way to measure that in every meal. But a lot of people don't eat protein mm-hmm. in every single meal. So a great way to do it would be me recom- my recommendation would be to make sure that you have some form of protein in every single meal. If you don't feel like weighing it out and measuring it, that's a good way to guesstimate it. I love eggs. I love me. I love lean protein <laughs> and I love protein shakes. So we're going to talk about quality versus quantity coming up next. And we're going to talk about too much protein as well. So let's lean into that. Let's lean into what too much protein is. And Martha, I want to hear what your experience was with that because we started counting macros about a year to two years ago, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And we were slowly increasing the protein because I was building muscle or I am still building muscle. And we wanted to make sure I was able to do that uh, in a healthy way. Um, I was at about 160 grams of protein, which you know, it was good 35% probably of my breakdown every day. And, you know, it, that's a lot to eat. I mean, a, a lot, lot of protein to ingest without doing like protein shakes and things like that. And protein is very satiating too. Like mm-hmm. you feel unbelievably full when you eat protein because it's normally paired with fat, right? right? So like when you're eating protein, you just tend to also be eating fat as well. So it's very satiating. You feel very full. Oh yeah. I would mean, I would have to eat like an eight ounce chicken breast and you're stuffed <laughs> or whatever it is. So 
I would was supplementing with some protein shakes and I still not that I don't still do that, but it was a lot more than I am now and it messed up my gut. <laughs> it really did. And I remember saying to you, I'm just I am so bloated. Every I just I I hurt. It's just it's something's wrong. It's not working. And we had to go back and look at it and just trim it down a little bit. And we didn't even trim it down that much. We took it down to like 150 grams, like 10 grams, which is equivalent to like 40 calories worth of protein, all the difference in the world. You felt so good. Yeah. <laughs> you felt more awake. You felt more mm-hmm. lively. You felt like you could move better. It's like shocking the difference. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing to remember is like everything's just a guideline. Like. Mm-hmm. Your everybody's body is completely different. The amount that they're strength training, the amount that they're moving, the amount that their body can process and need. And there are so many different things that you could look at. Like you could look at, you know, there's you could look at your endomorphic, ectomorphic, mm-hmm. like that that body type in which would recommend certain different types of protein. Mm-hmm. And like there are so many different ways that you could look at how much protein you should be eating. And even the types of protein for me made it's, a big difference. Yeah, you know, I can I can eat Greek yogurt all day. Like dairy doesn't bother me, but then there were certain things that did. So I mean, it's just you have to figure out what works for you and Let's how to get talk those about sources. That. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that. So, well, let me. I do want to add on to that. Like, there is such thing as too much protein, but there's such thing as too much of anything, mm-hmm. and how your body feels is such a strong indicator of those things. Um, but okay, let's go back into quality over quantity for okay. sure. So with that being said, I want to talk about protein shakes Yeah, and protein poisoning. Have you ever had, and I, I hate to bring this topic up, but I want to be very real with it. Have you ever had a time where you're drinking either too much protein and or a certain protein shake, you kind of get like gassy? Oh yeah, it totally does it to you. Yeah. And it's the type of protein that your body can and cannot process, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the basis of where certain proteins come pr- from. So there's po pea protein, mm-hmm. there's um, bone broth protein, there's whey protein. There's So it's basically how these proteins are broken down and made from mm-hmm. where, right? Now, each person, again, is mm-hmm. super different. My favorite protein, and I could preach it from the mountains, is bone broth protein because it is the most diluted form. I'll also link a video of um, doctors that explain why bone broth protein is some of the best protein you can get. Mm -hmm. Now, again, if you have a hard time eating, so certain people just don't have time or the discipline to make meals on a daily basis or to blend something up in a blender and make Mm -hmm. a protein shake. Well, they're definitely pre-made little bottles of protein that you can get from Costco, from Mm Literally anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. And guess what? Those sometimes their baseline is normally about 25 to 35, 30 grams of protein. It's never too much that you can't process and they're very, very quick and easy. So I would always recommend if you're like not looking to get this giant thing of protein, put it in a neutral bullet every morning. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't want to make a complete meal replacement drink, you just want something to grab and go to make sure you're starting your day with protein. There are definitely premier protein, you know, mm-hmm. little things that I would highly recommend. So I'll throw um, a few recommendations out for that. But Honestly, those actually come in handy. I keep those at work and I use them as my coffee creamer. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a great idea. Yeah, so so you can even do it that. I mean, you're, I'm not doing a whole one in my coffee, but I'm sneaking, you know, a little bit of protein in my coffee by doing that. That's an awesome way to do it. I also, I blend it. I make like this morning coffee protein shake. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a fabulous with like banana and avocado and almond milk and all that good stuff. But yep. that's like a great solution. Then we can talk about quality over quantity, like red meats versus lean meats, like chicken and turkey. And that 
and fish. Um, <laughs> and that being said, those are all like, again, non-vegan options. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is a lot of people say like, well, don't eat too much red meat. Like don't eat too much red meat every single day, right? <laughs> and if you're going to do beef, there are ways that you can look at the packaging and mm-hmm. get 95% lean, 95% fat, right? Mm-hmm. So if let's say like for me personally, and again, everybody's body's different. I'm not recommending this. I'm just saying what I like and what's good for me. And I haven't had my cholesterol tested in a very <laughs> long time. So I'm just saying what I what's going on with me and I work out every single day. So like, again, it's with me. But I I don't like chicken and I don't like turkey. So I eat beef. (laughs) I only like beef. So with that being said, um, I always go for the 95% um, 95 lean, 5% Mm -hmm. um, fat, just because I know that it's still going to be healthier for me. I just know that the quality of what I'm putting in my body is better. But there are obviously proteins that aren't as protein aren't as great for you. Let's talk about pork. Let's mm-hmm. talk about um, bacon. Like obviously not that type of protein. You want things that are like clearly leaner for you. Well, and it, there's a it's a big wake up call too when you check out like the nutritional labels on something like bacon and you're like, it's all fat. Yes. And not, <laughs> it's kind of disappointing. <laughs> not good fat, right? Yeah. No, not good fat for sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I also like red meat and good, bad, or indifferent, you do, you can find very lean cuts. You can find grass fed. You can find, I mean, a good flank steak, which is very lean is excellent, you know, on the grill. So there are ways to do it for sure. Now I do eat chicken and turkey. I don't really like turkey, but I'll eat it. But, um, you know, there's ways to make that tasty as well. There are. And then another, I'm just going to throw out like some good snacks as well. Like, um, let's say you do cheese and crackers, throw on a slice of turkey and so you don't like it, but just throwing out some ideas <laughs> right. and then double up on the turkey versus one slice of cheese and one cracker. Mm-hmm. Those are little t- ways and hacks that you can increase your protein intake during your snacks and on a daily basis. So, And you have to be careful too. This is some things I learned, things I thought were mm-hmm. high protein and guess what? Peanut butter, not. It's actually high fat. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, I got protein. I got peanut butter. I'm like, no, you don't. I would honestly... The only reason I really push people to use MyFitnessPal is for a very short amount of time and for them to really just see what they're putting in their body. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize what was in this. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't even have to use MyFitnessPal, but like even just writing down the the nutrients from the back of Mm -hmm. something. Look at the label on the back. You can see the grams of fat and the grams of protein and carbs and you'll be shocked sometimes. Yeah. And then look at the the serving size. Like that's Mm -hmm. important too. So. Oh, yeah. That's also eye-opening with peanut butter. <laughs> exactly. Well, if you guys have any t- questions on this, just remember the importance of muscle building for your body, for your life longevity. I'll link all of these um, little mm-hmm. things and tools to help. But with that being said, I mean, the quality of the muscle in your body actually is the quality of your life. You're going to look mm-hmm. stronger. You're going to feel better. You're going to be able to do more if you have more muscle. And that goes hand in hand with the amount of protein and quality of protein you put in your body. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind. And, you know, remember too, when you're eating protein, it is very filling. So if you are someone who is trying to lose some fat, eat that protein, it's going to fill you up and you're not going to be hungry and worried about being on a diet, so to speak. And it'll also help you with that muscle building at the same time. So lots of healthy and delicious ways to get that protein in. All right. I like it. I got this. I got this. Hey guys, thanks for listening this week. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more I Got This content, please make sure to follow, like, and share on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or you can always go to our website, igotthispod.com for more info. 
As always, thanks for listening. See you next Monday.